Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your co-hosts, Justin Proust, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your co-hosts, uh, Eric Mark. Uh, glad to be here this morning, Justy, and I uh, hope everything is awesome. Uh, dude, it is, uh, it's a fantastic day. Great to be here. Awesome to see you. And again, I'm just going to say, I'm going to send a shout out this morning to Zencaster. Two days in a row, we both passed, no issues, and it seems to be going well. So I don't want to put you know too much stock in this, but I, it seems to be a good thing. And on top of everything else, we're looking at video of each other as you know, street as as we speak. So uh, you're not seeing it because we're not re- we're not recording that, but uh, but we're seeing it, so we get to see each other's pretty faces. Absolutely, and that makes the show just that much better. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. Um, so uh, everything is awesome. I did I did listen to your podcast the other day, by the way. I didn't mention it yesterday since we were so caught up on catching up. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, absolutely, and a great job. Um, like you. how you lifted your philosophy right from the Lego movie. And uh, it's uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, you just uh, you know you you uh, you rock. You uh, you apparently claim to be saying awesome seven times during a a, a talk and, and do it over twenty just to, just to make sure people recognize that uh, awesome is a good thing. As you know, I uh, no, I you know I think we uh, we 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 shared that uh, that 100%. awesomeness uh, right from the very outset. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that was actually one of my critiques. And one thing I didn't put in the show. So first of all, thank you for listening. Secondly, um, one of the things that made me giggle uh, when I was answering that question was when I was working at NRG, uh, one of the, I reported to the president um, of the division and he looked at me and goes, listen, you've been doing a great job, but there's two things I need to tell you about. Your confidence can be misconstrued as arrogance and you use the word awesome too much. And <laughs> I said, and how is that a downside on both of those accounts? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I will say, yeah, in, in, in the podcast, you come off, like in this uh, uh, venue, as super confident, as you should be, you know, and um, Thank you. I, was, I, I, was, I, I was looking at the stats, I guess, uh, I guess your episode of their show, even though it's the most recent, is already the most popular. Is it really? Yeah, I don't, you know, and uh, yeah, they, they're charismatic and charming themselves, but, uh, uh, but you, t- you took them to the top. Wow. Well, thank you, dude. That makes me feel great. I haven't looked at that yet. And I will tell you that um, for those that haven't seen it, it's uh, episode 52, I think, of uh, Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. But so they're both British and their accents alone are so fantastic. Like they they just sound so much more intelligent, don't they? I wouldn't say more intelligent, more pretentious. But yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely do not equate British accents with intelligence, but I do... (laughs) Equate it with yeah, with a considerable amount of pretense. Well, so you all, you, you always know, sound like you're arrogant and you think you're better than other people if you have a British accent, even if it's like you know, a, you know, a, a traditionally lower class British accent, still sounds like you're putting on airs. So I, I can agree to that. So Kelly is watching. Have you watched Bridgerton or not? I haven't. I, you know, I keep on wondering if I should. I um, I'm, I'm considering it. So many, so many great things to be watched, and I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I have been watching. Uh, this year of the expanse um racing through handmaid's tale um but uh you know keep on considering bridgerton i've been i've watched a lot of uh, british dramas recently oh and my uh, my sister gifted me the seventh season of um endeavor from the bbc oh. and I haven't haven't watched it haven't watched the first six so she's hounding <laughs> me to watch to watch those <laughs> and well for those who don't know eric is such a stickler for following you know if it's a series you got to start with the beginning and work your way at the end which i'm totally for as well so i can't imagine what what, what are you going to do in this situation 
Well, I probably will have to watch the, the first uh, six seasons as well, just waiting for other Eric to be ready, who's an Anglophile himself, but we're, uh, um, you know, and who has also studied uh, abroad in, in London for, uh, when he was at Ohio State. So he uh, he's big into that stuff. And, and, and like you, by the way, he, um, he thinks being British and sounding British is a, is a good thing. <laughs> well, the reason I bring it up is because in Bridgerton, so Kelly has watched the series twice now. Holy cow. <laughs> Wow. Well, the way she describes it is basically the first four episodes are, or maybe the first two or three are, are setting the foundation. Then from there on out, it's basically softcore porn. Hmm. And what she found out was one of the actors in it plays, he, she had no idea she was British, but he was, he was hosting Saturday Night Live last weekend. And she watched Saturday Night Live and was like, like totally all about him even more because he had a British accent. Wow. So she thinks that's a yeah. good thing. I, you know, I actually learned that about her. I didn't know that she thought it was that big of a deal until that. Yeah, that's. A, but she didn't know. I mean, he's in Bridgerton, and she didn't think he had. Doesn't everyone have a British accent in Bridgerton? No, that was the best part. So he covers his up. He, he's some sort of American. No, but he's, he's some sort of. Oh, okay, but it is a. It's set in Britain, right? Oh no, no, it, it's a hundred percent. But that's the best part. He's British, but he has an American uh, accent in it. Oh, okay. sorry. So he's clear. he's British playing the American in it, yes. as opposed to say. Gillian Anderson playing Maggie Thatcher, so an American playing with a British accent in, uh, in the in the Crown, for example. It nailed it exactly right. Yes. All right. Interesting. It, okay. It was very well, funny. I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I've I've been as always watching some French comedies and dramas as well. Uh, watched uh, Lupin, which was you know, uh, which is I was going to ask about that. I'm assuming you like. It's gotten great reviews. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, Eric. Uh, and I were watching, and, and he doesn't speak French, but we ended up binging five of the six episodes in one sitting. Holy crap. Is it, how long is it? 30 minutes or an hour each segment? An hour. So, I mean, that was actually a bit of a commitment. <laughs> That's a full commitment, but obviously it was good. Yeah, well, it's fun. It's fun. It's not, it's not deep or anything, but it's, uh, but it's uh, no, fun. It doesn't yeah, have fun to be sort deep. Of capery kind of show, yeah. Uh, I binged the last great. season of Cobra Kai with my son in, in, in one day. So, yeah. Well, that is not deep. deep. That's, oh, well. I mean, some people would beg to differ. Certainly, uh, Machio. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I um, I do need to watch. Um, having having watched all of Cobra Kai, I do need to watch uh, uh, Karate Kid at some point. No, are you saying you've never seen the original, or you just want to rewatch it? Uh, the former. I, I I'm I'm so stunned by this. Hang on. So what happened? Uh, somehow I missed it, and I never I never caught up, and uh, and so I I I'm not familiar. I. All I know about the lore, I know from uh, from the show, the TV show, you know, okay. the flashbacks. Well, I'll tell you this much: I know Elizabeth Shue's in it and comes in. You know, no spoilers about the show. And then I know, I know Hillary Swank takes over with her her swankiness, and then uh, and then most recently, I know your boy Jaden Smith uh, takes over and <laughs> kill, kills it all. Well, all I'll say is that the very first one is good, but it's so eighties. I'm just not sure it stands the test of time. It was great at that time. But I'm not so sure it's great now. And yet, that's what they're trying to recreate in the show, isn't it? In the TV show, which is part of what but, makes it, it great. Well, but the difference is that the writing in the show is so tight and well done. <laughs> yeah. The movie, like, the, the editing, just watch it. I can't wait for you to watch it. it it's a great, it's, right. it's a good flick. All right. You'll enjoy I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, everything is awesome. And I love that. I love, I, uh, I was curious about the whole notion of, uh, you know, day and night, by because uh, um, and getting up in the morning. Uh, as you know, I am a night person. 
but I was yeah. not always. And so prior to uh, getting mono in college, I was very much a morning person. And so, you know, that's a, that's a little bit of a twist, right? Like, so I was someone who got up at 5.30 every day as a teenager, read the newspaper, um, went to swim practice, you know, in the dark or track, you know, track workouts, uh, whatever sport was, it was in, in session at that time, time of year. And, um, and didn't understand people being tired. Like I literally didn't like, I, you know, I would be up at five 30 and I, I could be at a party that night at three in the morning. And my friends are like, Oh, we got to go. It's, I'm so tired. Like, like one friend would be dozing off at the party and I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like, I, I literally didn't understand what it meant to be tired at that point. Like I just had never really experienced that, you know, and I, I could go 48 hours and it didn't really, didn't really affect me. Um, wow. until mono as a freshman in uh, university, and um, that changed my life for, for the worse. Suddenly, uh, I wake up one day and I feel like I haven't woken up, and I, I you know I can, I can I can barely sit up in bed, and that's been my story ever since. I've been tired since uh, you know since I was in in my first year of college. God, that's horrible. And, well, and so it shifted I... me to being a, mor- a night person. Like I mean, I went from being well, I was really an all day person, so it, it looked like I was a morning person because I was getting up, but I was actually really an all day go you know just go 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 all day and night um and then i wasn't because i was a tired person so which sort of translated to being a night person wow well i mean because i got mono in my mid-30s and i got kind of concerned because it took me a long time to get over it and basically what i went to my doctor and what they said was that the new epstein bar so it's it's a virus that keeps evolving just like everything else yeah what they think is that it actually attaches to your dna and it can be a precursor for a lot of things later in life. And so you basically, there's a new DNA test. I got it um, three weeks ago, four weeks ago to see wow. if you if it's still there. And the good news is it didn't attach to mine, but I'll send you the mm. link and just, if you want to take it, it's free um, because you have a precursor for it. And it's a totally free test. And um, uh, my doctor called yesterday and actually told me that I didn't have any of the precursors. Nice. But it's just something Kudos. to be aware of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I loved it because I, I mean, I went to doctors for years after and it seemed like, you know, it seemed like the trendy thing at the uh, at the time, people people were still talking about chronic fatigue syndrome and whether that existed or not, and yeah. um, and then whether mono sometimes just morphs into that, you know, into what was loosely ter- the 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 collection of ailments loosely termed as a chronic fatigue. Absolutely, and that's the crazy part. And the you know, the, the funny part is, if you ever looked at like Epstein Barr, like what it's made of and everything, it is like one of the most simple cells on the planet, but it is the most devastating. I hate it. <laughs> So I'm like you, where where it messed me up for a really long time. Because I'm like you, I I was a morning person, although I still am. But I remember partying with you, you can still outlast me, even with all the issues. Like you you can far outlast me at night. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, if I don't tell people this, you know, people think I'm a night person and just not a morning person. And I do. Absolutely. Yeah, people are always astonished by my energy, you know, so much so that um, my old roommate, Steve, you know, his his. then girlfriend uh, Vicky, who became more of my roommate than him because he was traveling so much consulting, uh, and he she he just said you might as well move in here because I'm gone five weeks and then I'm back for one week. He might, and so so she and I were effectively room. I mean it's crazy to say we yeah, and uh, but one day she goes to me and um, and we're great friends she and I but um, she's like uh, you know it must be very tiring being you and I said yeah <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I think that sums it up well. I, I, that's a fair acumen. Now, I have to ask, during that time, did you guys ever no, have a soiree no, of any kind? No, no, And it's funny you, okay. you ask that because, 
if you knew her. Um, I mean, all her friends asked that because she actually, um, you know, pretty blonde girl, uh, but she uh, she definitely had a had notoriously had yellow fever. Um, <laughs> so so the fact that the fact that we didn't was a testament to both of our love for Steve. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, Steve's a great yeah. guy, and also yeah. Steve is as far he's like me as far from yellow fever as you can get. So it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> he really is. No, she definitely did, and uh, yeah, I mean, and we're so super close, and we, you know, and we have a kind of a love relationship, Vic and I, but um, but never uh, never progressed to that stage, you know, out of uh, out of respect and love itself. <laughs> well, I was in college, and I dated this girl, and I went away for a while. I went to school in London, actually, and so when I came back, uh, Brian, who's one of the groomsmen, you know, Brian, and um, intimately. <laughs> well, apparently so did she. So I came back and she's like, listen, you've been gone for eight months. I just want to tell you something. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, he, uh, Brian and I had a moment. And I'm like, oh God, what do you mean by a moment? And she's like, well, he kind of stuck his finger in my butt. I'm like, what? Huh. <laughs> what? what? Of all the things you're going to tell me, that is not what I thought you'd say. And I'm like, well, what else happened? She goes, well, that's where it ended. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that bit of information. Huh. <laughs> Well, that's a moment. Wait, what's and a it, it started and stopped that way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. And she it said, just... and, and and you're you're probably probably noticing something unusual here. And, and yes, it's still up there. <laughs> and the weird part is, you're enjoying it very, very much. Yes. <laughs> so, well, well done. That was my experience. Well done, Deborah. So that, that interesting. Well, hey, I I, I got to say, so given you know, given given the. Uh, uh, the uh, the topic of your podcast and uh, you know your awesomeness, um, I was just just reading. Just had to join the call late today, so I was um, catching up on other things. And um, okay. yeah, this uh, I don't know if you saw that that uh, message I just sent you. Uh, youngest woman to cross Atlantic recounts facing treacherous weather and. You know, many women and people have crossed no. the Atlantic, but she did it in 70 days rowing. Oh, she was one of those? Yeah, as part of the, uh, you know, the, the the annual challenge. Oh, that is honestly, I'm not going to lie. That's something I'd actually like to do at one point in time. I don't know why, it's, but it's- The Talisker like Whiskey Atlantic Challenge? I mean, so she left on December Seriously. 12th and then just arrived, I believe, yesterday, you know, so, um, uh, and she's 21. Youngest woman cross. I mean, yeah. So that, I mean, that's, just that's, the, that's, 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 that's surrendering to your inner, inner awesome. That's what you're talking about, right? Beyond so. I mean, that it's just such a, I mean, 3,000, 4,800 kilometers in a few, you know, months. 70 it's days. just impressive in rowing. Yeah. Jesus. Capsized a couple yeah, times, I can't of course. That. This is something I'm going to actually have to watch. I love that she comes off yeah. her boat and she's still wearing a mask. Yeah. So pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. And yeah. I gotta tell you, she's not bad looking. Usually they're pretty manly. She's not. Wow. Eric, uh, yeah. Gotta, well, maybe you want to write. Yeah, maybe you you write that. Yeah, let, we'll we'll put this up on the website. So, uh, but maybe you post that on on it to her or or, or tweet her or something and say, hey, um, for an endurance athlete, because I'll call her that. Uh, you're you're uh, you're more attractive than I expected. And by the way, when I say that, I'm quoting Justin, not myself. I uh, that's uh, that's Jesse's sentiment. I think everyone's attractive in their own way. <laughs> I'm not so sure I agree with that statement, but I'll give it to you, Eric. I'll give it to you. All right. Um, I don't really believe that, but I, but I, I, 
<laughs> I believe most people are not unattractive. No. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, well, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. Okay. Everyone, everything is yeah. awesome. I'm going to, everything is awesome. <laughs> there we go. I, I'd leave it at that. I was going to name a couple places, but I decided, you know, not to disparage anybody and just let it go. I, um, I went to this place today right before this, um, called the stretch lab. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, maybe. So basically it's one of the coolest things ever. It's basically like a combination of a massage and like a chiropractor in one. So what they do is they just, they literally, someone stretches you for 50 minutes. So someone who's trained in stretching stretches you. And the woman that uh, did it to me today was from Venezuela. And she was telling me about her harrowing story about getting to this country. And, um, <laughs> and she said when she first got off the boat, she landed in, uh, she took a, like 10 different boats. She started off in Aruba and just bounced around the Caribbean until she made it to the United States. And basically when she got off the boat in Miami, she got off and they started speaking Spanish to her. And she's like, well, listen, um, I don't actually speak that version. I'm Venezuelan. And they basically moved her to an entire portion that was just what happened what eric all right with that note i guess we gotta go poor eric dropped off so i want to say thank you have a great day and uh an awesome one good seeing you guys bye